Hello and welcome to Ag PhD Radio, broadcasting from the Morton studio on one of my favorite days of the year. It's the day before the Ag PhD field day. And the cool thing about this particular show is a lot of times Brian and I don't have guests in the studio. And today we've got a bunch of guests that will be joining us in the studio because they're here for the field day tomorrow. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we're going to see there and, and just learn a little bit more about some of these companies as well. I'm Darren Hefty along with my brother, Brian. Uh, Brian, do you want to start out with anything? You want to jump right well, in with some guests? Yeah, I was just going to say, before we uh, start talking with guests this morning, or this afternoon, I should say, I can't stress this enough that tomorrow some people are talking about, oh, it's going to be really hot. We have air-conditioned buildings. <laughs> So don't worry. Uh, yes, we're going to be outside doing a lot of stuff, especially in the morning. But in the morning, it's beautiful here. So anyway, our our Ag PhD Field Day is something we put on every year just to say thanks to you for listening to us here on Ag PhD Radio. We've been doing this show on Sirius XM now for 10 years. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, the, the Field Day is just an opportunity we have to visit with you right here on our own farm and show you some of the research things we're doing. We've got all this great equipment coming in too. So it's been a lot of fun. We we do research not just here, but in many states. And then we work with a lot of the largest ag companies in the world, including Fent. And we have our first guest right now. It's, uh, it's Brandon Montgomery with Fent. Uh, Brandon, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a hey, pleasure. Let's uh, let's start with this, Brandon. Uh, talk to us about the brand. Talk to us about Fent. I know folks are hearing a lot about Fent now. We're seeing some pretty cool machinery and these kinds of things. But just give us the background. You've seen Fent around. You've probably seen the green color with the orange wheels, a little bit different. Um, so we we've been around in North America for 25 years within Fent, but actually in Europe, it's been a brand around since 1930. So we've really taken off the last couple of years as we've honed in on the North America market, making it definitely row crop capable and expanding our, our footprint beyond just tractors to a full line of equipment, including the, the planter, the sprayer, the combine, and the full tractor range. Well, you talk about that, having the, the full complement of equipment. And let's just start with the combine, because I think that sets the stage for what you're going to plant into the next year. Talk to us about the combine, what's different, and uh, it's certainly eye-catching. It's going to be one of the first things you see as you pull into the Ag PhD field day tomorrow. Definitely. We're on the northeast side of the of the show, so definitely make sure you stop out and see us. The ideal combine will be there for sure. You can't miss it. It's a big uh, black machine. we got the Class 10 combine, 790 horsepower. We've got a 16-row header on the front, folding head. Uh, what makes this combine so unique right now is the track machine, but there's no steering wheel. So we've reinvented the wheel by removing it. It's completely steering wheelless. And many of our customers have told us, you know, I don't know if I can do that. I'm not sure how it works. But they've got so much power and the visibility and the comfort sitting back in their seat and just really enjoying that comfort and control. And one of the things that really makes this combine so special is the residue management system, which is so important as you get into that planting season, making sure your width of coverage of residue matches where you've cut. So many times customers have told me, you know, if I'm cutting 45 feet, but I'm only spreading properly 35 feet, I've got a lot of coverage of material wadding up in the center, and that impacts your, your definitely your emergence in the spring. And one of our unique um, features on this machine is definitely that even residue coverage across the width of the header. 
Yeah, that that is neat, and the visibility, as you mentioned, is is really valuable, and that's that's a pretty cool thing. The other thing that's neat that I think in the Fent area is you can actually get in this equipment. You can take stuff for a spin potentially. There's there's a lot of cool stuff there, and I, I know you always keep busy at our field day with people that hey, I want to get in there. I want to see what this is all about. We're the only manufacturer that offers just a CVT tra- transmission only. It's a continuously variable transmission, so there's no shifting at all. And we're the only ones from 94 horsepower up to 670 horsepower with that CVT transmission. That's standard. So come join us. Come drive the machines. We've got four wonderful tractors there where you can get in, climb, talk to an expert in the seat, learn how the, it drives, and feel that feeling of the legendary Fent um, CVT transmission that's out there in the market. All right, talk to us about the planner a little bit because there are tons of videos out there. I know there's a lot of farmers who have uh, taken a test drive with the planter too, and there's a lot of unique features there as well. So many unique features, and we talk about residue management from the combine leading into that planter. So is this specific area here where you've got conventional tillage practices and no tillage practices, that residue management is super important. But when you combine that with the momentum planter and what makes it unique is that we've got no pinch row compaction. So we've got a load logic system on here where it transfers the weight um, to the right spots. We don't have um, the tires spaced out. We're creating that pinch row. They're in tandem axles, keeping that compaction in the right zones. And then that load logics help forces the wings of the planter down to be able to get that even weight across the transfer of the row units themselves. You combine that with precision technology, delta downforce, and everything that makes that planter unique. We've seen with university studies a bump of about five bushels an acre more than what we've seen from our competitors. So if you talk about Fent, we're targeting more bushels in your bin. And that's what we're, we're here to show you. Well, there are a lot of cool things that you're going to see in the fent area. The other one is a sprayer that can adjust its height depending on what crop you're spraying. And I, I noticed you lined up by the soybeans, Brandon, where, okay, yeah, you can spray soybean height, but the thing everybody wants to see is, wow, you can go higher so you can spray taller corn and these kinds of things? It's something so unique on this sprayer. It's not just a sprayer. It's a four-season machine, what we call it, and it's a two-in-one. So we're the only one on the marketplace that offers the standard height plus that additional height. So you you can plant, you know, you can spray your soybeans, but if you need that late season fungicide and corn crop, you've got the machine that'll take you there and get you that extra height as well too. Um, Very unique. And you can see it here at the Ag PhD Field Day. It's a real cool agronomic system uh, and, and every piece has its place with Fent. Brandon, thank you so much. Really appreciate you talking about it. And, thank you and so glad much. To see you here. Talking about the Ag PhD Field Day, it's coming up tomorrow. It's all free right here on our farm just outside of Baltic, South Dakota. You can find all the details. You can still pre-register if you'd like at agphd.com. We'll be right back after this. Corn rootworms are called the billion-dollar bug for a reason. If you don't control the adult populations now, their offspring will cost you later. Stewart EC Insecticide from FMC offers a unique mode of action that delivers fast and long-lasting residual control of corn rootworm beetles and other tough insects. Choose Stewart EC Insecticide from FMC. Always read and follow label directions and precautions for use. When it comes to cereal disease protection, 
Prosaro Pro 400 SC fungicide from Bayer makes all the difference. With three effective active ingredients for overlapping control of foliar and head diseases and a flexible application window for head scab, it's formulated to lower dawn, protect yield potential, and promote superior grain quality. Prosaro Pro, the future of plant health starts here. Visit prosaropro.com to learn more. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Good morning and hallelujah! Watch it. My spray and pray days are over! What's with Randy? Oh, he's just amped. <laughs> we feel heaven Amped? Yeah, he ordered that new Battalion Amped herbicide from UPL. They're calling it the new gold standard. This is the greatest day in herbicidal history! So, how can I... Get amped? Just go to battalionamp.com. It's gonna be a good year! Always read and follow label directions. Get more durability for less downtime with Soil Warrior Strip Tillage from Environmental Tillage Systems. Improve fertilizer efficiency and reduce passes and fuel usage. Now that's ROI. Learn more about ETS at SoilWarrior.com. Get more points with the end zone from Farm Shop MFG. In a 20,000 bushel soybean bin, gaining three points of moisture adds the equivalent of 900 bushels to your bottom line. Call 712-520-6051. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. It's a preview of the Ag PhD Field Day. We are broadcasting from the Morton studio, and tomorrow we will be outside at the Ag PhD Field Day. You can check out the schedule of events. You can pre-register. You can see how to get there at agphd.com. Got some great guests in the studio with us right now. I'm going to start off with Tom Wood from Belsham. Tom, how are you doing? We, we get to talk to you from time to time, but it's kind of fun when we get you in the studio. And I love being in the studio. I appreciate it. All right. So uh, we're going to be talking about tougher tomorrow, and that's kind of exciting. I know there was a long time there that you're like, well, it's coming. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. Well, it's here. And uh, and that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, first off, thanks again for having me. Uh, we're thrilled to be back at the, the Ag PhD Field Day. Uh, we really enjoy it. It's one of the best ones we do, if not the best one we do. Uh, but we have tougher out in the out in our plots this year um of course this is uh tough plus mesotrione so that's pyridate plus mesotrione uh in one one jug and it brings all the uh the benefits that tough and meso does in the tank mix hopefully you'll see a very competitive price on that going into to next year but finally registered the state registrations are ongoing now they're happening um, it really looks good out in the plot. And, of course, we have tough out there also so that you can see it in comparison. Plus, if you want to see some other things that tough is good on, chickpeas and mint, we have some special guests in mint also. Well, I think that's really cool, too, because a lot of folks think, okay, Ag PhD field day. I bet I'll see a lot of corn and a lot of soybeans there, and, and you will see those crops. But you'll also see some pretty cool-looking chickpeas out there. Uh, the mint is always interesting because some growers that raise mint 
know all about it. And it's just, oh, okay, yeah, it's second nature. Hey, that's cool that we get a great herbicide that we can utilize to knock out some of the worst weeds we've got. But for farmers that maybe are corn and soybean guys are like, wait, uh, that's mint. That's really cool. And I know last year your plot got raided pretty hard at the end of the day, Tom. It did because people figured out you could chew on it and it tastes real good. And of course, it makes your breath smell pretty good. Um, but this year we invited the, uh, the head of R&D for the Mint Industry Research Council. He was the first one uh, to bring TOF back to the United States and emergency uses in mint out in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, so we're happy to have him, and he can talk about mint all day if you want to talk about it. But, uh, you know, our primary market is corn for TOF. It still delivers uh, again this year as advertised, synergizes well with HPPDs. We did some new studies this year um, to demonstrate capabilities on pigweed. Um, and if I could, and we did it at University of Illinois again, and if I can quote Dr. Pat Trinnell, he says, research demonstrates in controlled environment that tough 5EC synergizes meso as good as atrazine on Palmer. That comes directly from his math. So um, we continue to build um, the case for tough, more studies, more work, and uh, I think customers appreciate the work we put behind that. Well, here's the other thing, Tom, and I think this is highlighted at the Ag PhD Field Day this year. So we're in a three-year drought. We've been about half our normal moisture for three years. And we notice some spots where we've got herbicide carryover from other products, not from Tough, mm -hmm. uh, but from other products when you just don't get any rain and you don't have good growing conditions. That's the nice thing about Tough. You don't have rotational concerns. You don't have carryover concerns. And you don't have pigweed. And that's, that's probably the best thing I can say. Yeah. And we're very happy that that's the case. Um, we continue to see good successes year over year. And in years like this, and when we have um, uh, droughts and those types of environments, we do fairly well. Of course, we suffer from the same things that other herbicides suffer for. But get them while they're small, get good coverage, and tough will, will do the job for you, along with your HPPDs like meso and topramazone and uh, like Impact and um, Shield X with uh, Topiralate. So it's doing a good job again this year. All right. Thanks, Tom. We're going to move on. And we've got Roger. Is it Retariu? Retariu. Correct, sir. Retariu. All right. With, uh, with New Seed and New Farm. And so, Roger, we do a lot of research work on other crops besides just corn, soybeans, and wheat. We talk about those crops all the time here on the show. But tell us just a little bit about New Seed and some of the things you're working on on the sunflower end of things. Yeah, excited to be here this afternoon. Uh, excited to be at Ag PhD this year again. Um, so from us, from a sunflower standpoint, uh, you know, your listeners probably know, uh, hopefully have heard of New Seed as a, as a sunflower uh, breeding company. Uh, we focus our breeding efforts right there in, uh, in Breckenridge, uh, Wapaton, North Dakota area. Uh, so, you know, we are known uh, for breeding our products right here in the local area. Uh, they're bred for the United States uh, growing conditions, uh, and we believe we're the last sunflower breeding company that's actually focusing on all four uh, different subsegments of sunflower uh, and focusing uh, the kind of the, the made in the USA message that uh, our products are built here for here. So when you say all four, we're talking hyalaic, new sun, con oil, and confection. Correct. So which one of those is 
the biggest one that you work with? Everybody talks right now about the high segment. High segment is the biggest growing segment and makes up probably oh, rough numbers, about 80% of the market these days. Uh, so um, market's shifted lately. Uh, looking, uh, the, the growers are looking for Express uh, in their, yeah. uh, for, for their sunflowers for her, Express yep. herbicide tolerance. Uh, so we've got some new products in the Express range in high uh, that we're really excited to be uh, bringing forth. We've uh, had pre-launch quantities in uh, 2023. Uh, they're looking great so far. Uh, you never know how they're going to be until the combine rolls, so we'll we'll wait for final verdict. But uh, we're excited to see how they've started out and what they're going to look like here in about uh, you know six, eight weeks. Yeah, and Darren was talking about this is our fourth season in a row now of drought, and a lot of people go to crops like sunflowers because they seem to handle the drought pretty well. A sunflower is a great foraging crop. Uh, deep taproot system, able to continue to break up that soil and uh, and and root for that moisture. So uh, uh, it's a good product to uh, to put in the ground uh, in these type of cycles that we're in today. Uh, hopefully the cycle breaks here sooner rather than later, but uh, sunflowers uh, is looking good uh, for this year for the financials of, uh, of most growers. And uh, probably as the cycle pretends to, looks like it's continuing with uh, El Nino cycles that, uh, you know, <laughs> sunflowers should be looked at for 2024 as well. All we, right. We That's... love talking about sunflowers and we love talking about fertility and how it relates to sunflowers. They're so responsive and, and your but, sunflowers at our field, they say, just look amazing this year. Yeah. So we, we do a lot of work with sunflowers in our research, but then also canola is another big thing. So talk to us just a little about the omega-3 canola, because I think that's pretty interesting and exciting. Uh, I could talk for a long time about omega-3. Well, so you, we, you got just over a minute, Rogers. <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> you may want to get the hook out. <laughs> but uh, omega-3 canola, it uh, looks, feels, and tastes just like canola. Uh, but the cool thing about it, it's a, a genetically modified product, but it's gen- genetically modified to differentiate the oil profile. So uh, it's high in omega-3s, long chain, uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids, yep. uh, which we as as humans need for brain development and and sight and good health generally, uh, you see omega-3s on the shelf. So our omega-3 canola product is the first land-based canola or product to actually be able to manufacture omega-3s at a a high level. So we have got uh, deregulation in most of the trading companies or countries around the world. So we're shipping uh, this omega-3 oil into Chile, uh, we just got clearance. We're going to be shipping it into Norway uh, and off to the coast of uh, British Columbia, Canada, and it's in for the agriculture industry. And uh, so we're really excited about the opportunities that we have ahead of us and the opportunity that we'll be able to provide farmers uh, for a contracted, full act of God contract that's available from New Seed. Uh, available now and available for 2024 planting and beyond. That is so cool. And it's neat to hear how we're improving the nutritional quality of food for people, not just in the U.S., but all around the world. Roger, thank you so much. Uh, Make sure you stop and see what's going on with New Seed and New Farm at the Ag PhD Field Day tomorrow as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You can count on AgroLiquid for precision crop nutrition. When you don't get all your potash down in the fall, 
when weather or market prices change your management strategy, or when you want to balance your fertilizer program with micronutrients. AgroLiquid is ready with the products and application flexibility you want for in-season crop nutrition and the research-proven results you need. AgroLiquid. Apply less. Expect more. Find a retailer at agroliquid.com. This season, get medieval on Rhizoctonia with the powerful protection of Excalia fungicide from Valent USA. Here to shield your sugar beets from the treachery of Rhizoctonia, Excalia delivers excellent staying power, keeping your sugar beets from being conquered. Stay one step ahead of Rhizoctonia with the powerful protection of Excalia. Ask your retailer or visit valent.com slash Excalia to learn more. Always read and follow legal instructions. You won't want to miss this year's Ag PhD Field Day. I'm Darren Hefty. Each summer on the last Thursday in July, we open up our farm to you so you can learn more ways to improve your farm. And the Ag PhD Field Day just keeps getting bigger and better. This year, we're featuring guided tours of our extensive research plots, world premieres of the latest ag technologies, numerous panels of the highest yielding farmers on the planet, and more equipment running in our demo area than we've ever had before. We'll also have great family entertainment, including a kid's area, music, fantastic guest speakers, and food and drinks available all throughout the day. But the best part is everything is free. We know that you're busy and your time is valuable. That's why we do everything we can to make sure the Ag PhD Field Day is a very worthwhile investment of your time. So please, go to agphd.com to learn more, and be sure to register to join us at this year's Ag PhD Field Day, Thursday, July 27th. The hard-working, independent spirit of rural America can often be isolating. It's not often discussed, but mental health issues are real. Now's the time to lead by example, talk openly, and show that a strong mind is just as important as a strong body. FMC is proud to be working toward ending the misconceptions around mental health. Through awareness, guidance, and action, together we can uproot the stigma. Insects have reigned since the dawn of time. Adapted to their surroundings. Experience the harshest climates and toughest challenges until now. With two modes of action, Ridgeback Insecticide delivers one devastating outcome for soybean aphids. Extinction from your fields. They may have lived through it all, but they won't survive this. End soybean aphids reign at ridgeback.corteva.us. Welcome back. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio. We're broadcasting from inside the Morton studio today, but tomorrow we will be outside at the Ag PhD Field Day. It's it's so much fun. It's neat seeing all these plots come together too. And I have to say, we were talking about how dry we've been. We've still got some really nice looking crops out there. One of the reasons why is they're fed with AgriLiquids fertilizer. And we've got Stephanie Zelenko here, maybe to take credit for that. I'm not sure, Stephanie. Good to see you again. Nice seeing you. Thanks for having me. All right. So a couple things. Uh, you got a great big sprayer out there in your plot. What's going on with that? 
We do. We have a sprayer out there, and that's just kind of to draw a little bit of attention um, to our booth space and focus on in-season applications. So, you know, here we are, you know, late July, but there's still time to make that nutritional passes through that field. So whether you're talking sugar beets or corn or soybeans, you know, there's still some yield potential out there. And so pretty, um, pretty open to some additional foliar applications to go out in-season. Now, a lot of folks talk about that, too, of, okay, what can I do to keep this crop growing? And uh, so many of the guys that are pushing for high yields, like, for example, the the extreme ag guys, I know you you work with a lot of those guys seeking high yields, looking for safe products that they can feed their crop with. You kind of fit the bill with both of those things. We do. Um, we have a complete profile of portfolio of crop nutrition so we can do a tissue test in season see if you're missing a specific nutrient but we also have a number of packages that we know work really well Furterain is an npk package it has micronutrients in there we know that's a good general package of crop nutrition that we can go out on pretty much any crop and see good results from that you know, you mentioned the furterrain, and I know when we uh, used to do a lot of individual plots with uh, different high-yield growers from all over, that was one of the products that many guys were introduced to at the Ag PhD Field Day because they were looking for, what can I do? And we said, well, have you tried this? And they did, and they're like, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, the other thing that we've got a lot of questions about, both uh, I would say from these guys shooting for the highest yields possible and just growers looking for a great economic return to make sure they're they're nailing their 200 bushel corn or whatever they're going for, is micronutrients. We get so many micronutrient questions at the field day, and it seems like many of them head to the agroliquid area to get the answers. It is. You know, micronutrients are one of those things that for many, many years we've ignored. But now that we have those guys that are trying to push really high yields or even those guys that are just trying to, you know, do a better job with what they have in the soil, um, micronutrients is that first place we go. So we know a lot of soils are deficient. We have a number of different packages that can go out through your planter or through foliar or, you know, a side dress in season. So lots of flexibility that we can have um, addressing what that soil and crop needs to what our products we have. Now, here's the other thing I think about, and of course, Agrolick has been been such a good partner at our Ag PhD Field Day for many, many years, uh, but you've got a bunch of different crops in your plot once again this year, and uh, I talk to growers that come here from all over, literally from other countries and from just about every state in, in the United States and, and many provinces up in Canada. They're looking for answers on different crops, and many of them find find your research data online and end up connecting with your people here. We do, you know, because we market across the United States and beyond um, into a couple international countries, you know, we we face a number of different crops every day. So we try to highlight some of those in our plots here that you guys will see tomorrow. And that just gives us the opportunity to show that the you know, crop nutrition works on any crop. So we can work with our agronomist and our sales team and come up with a good program for any crop. Yeah, last thing I'd say, Stephanie, uh, oftentimes you're getting a free ride in an application of fungicide or insecticide or something else. And growers say, man, I'm already heading across or I'm already bringing the plane in and I want to add some nutrition. Just the, the ease of being able to tank mix with almost anything, uh, whatever you're doing with formulations. And I know you've got a whole team that works on this. You seem to be compatible in just about every tank. That's one thing that our technology behind our products works um, really well with is that tank mix compatibility, whether it's other crop nutrition or that you know fungicide or herbicide crop protection side. So we work really hard. All our products are really compatible. We always suggest a jar test beforehand, um, but there's very few things we run in that we have a compatibility issue with. 
And what a nice transition here as we talk about tank mixing with crop protection products because we have Eric Schultz here with us with BASF. Eric, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Hey, Eric, I wanted to ask you about Nerisma. So I have gotten so many... Brian, Brian's already been talking to me about well, Nerisma today. Well, and he's I, like, I have, but... tell me more about this. And man, I really want to see this because well, there's yeah. so many rootworms around yep, here. Yep. I, I want to see more data. And this is one of the great things. So we work with all these companies and we're doing research all the time, trying to figure out, okay, what's best, not just today, but next year and, and beyond. Because we have so many rootworm issues around here. Talk to us about Nerisma. It's it's the same thing as Taraxa that we've used for wireworms and wheat for the last couple of years. But even I didn't realize uh, six months ago that this was also a good product for rootworms. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it, it uh, really is an effective active ingredient. It's a brand new mode of action for corn rootworms, which has been in- are been becoming increasingly important as we're talking about battling western corn rootworms and then northern corn rootworms are really becoming rotational resistant with yeah. extended diapause so on the nerisma front uh, this product has shown very good uh, performance when we compare it to something like just straight bifenthrin and that's even with pyramided traits uh, nerisma looks very good against something like that and some of the other competitors on the market for it uh, but this product uh, just has showcased a very good ability to withstand high populations. And just yesterday, we were digging roots in a field probably about half hour east of here. Okay, good. I was going to say not here, not here. <laughs> not and not right here, <laughs> thankfully, but about a half hour east of here, and we walk into the field, nothing but western corn rootworm beetles. Yeah. And this was a side-by-side commercial field grower application of Nerisma versus uh, grower application of just bifenthrin. And it is night and day on the difference in feeding, and we will be displaying the roots we dug yesterday at the field day tomorrow. So encourage everyone who has corn root worms, which is a lot, to come on and take a peek. One, one last thing, Brian, too. Nerisma has such a low use rate. That's the other thing. It's super nice and not restricted use, so I'm kind of fired up about but that. But liquid. So no no dry formulation for Nerisma, right? Correct. Yep. Correct. Okay. So Liberty formulation, there's been a lot of talk about the Liberty formulation changing moving forward, getting more concentrated. Where are we at with that? Uh, right now, uh, we're looking at uh, the advanced Liberty herbicide coming to market next year. So this is something that uh, we've been working on for quite a few years, and it's really all about chemical structure in the difference of the formulation of Liberty 2A DSL versus the advanced Liberty coming next year. So I won't get into that side of it, but what we've seen out of this product is increased efficiency with a lower use rate, but we've also seen increased efficacy on grasses and broadleaf weeds, and then also improved crop safety. Even tank mixtures of what we know goes out with a Liberty application today, group 15s, clethodim, oils. Uh, So very, a lot of benefits to this advanced Liberty formulation. All right. And then I got to ask you about one last, last product, but before I do, I will just say one of our favorite herbicides from BSF or herbicide premix, it has been Verdict. It's got Sharpen in there. It's got Outlook in there. It's great. We talk about it all the time, but the problem is as soon as that corn pops out of the ground, you can't spray Verdict anymore. So that's where your new product, Certain, hopefully is going to help us out there. So that's uh, basically Zidua and Sharpen. It's got those same two active ingredients. So talk to us about Certain and what you're seeing with that and how late a farmer would be able to spray it post. 
Uh, we're seeing fantastic residual performance out of this. There isn't any knockdown out of it, which tells you, again, you mentioned it's got Zidua and Sharpen. Well, what everyone knows about Sharpen, they have to realize in Certain, we have an encapsulated formulation of Sharpen in that mix. So we're strictly talking about residual control from the Sharpen. Uh, we have very good tank mix flexibility, excellent residual control, and from a pre- post flexible standpoint you have spiking corn you have v1 corn certain is labeled on that or will be labeled on that so is we it have up to v2 or what's how long how late's it going to go we're anticipating up to v3 oh okay wow all right awesome. so anything else real quick we got just a few seconds left here uh, we'll also have a uh, sprayer demonstration ongoing at the BASF plot at the Hefty Field Day tomorrow. I uh, encourage all growers to take a peek at that. It's our smart sprayer uh, where we're only oh, yeah, spraying right. the emerged weeds, and we'll have the plot sprayer version of this running on a ranger. It's, it's, so we've, it's we've got a little cool. area blocked off, well, so I can't little, walk in front of it. Not a little area. It's it's a nice big area, <laughs> well, too, yeah. but it's going to be a cool demonstration. It's one of those things you say, oh, how can you guys be so excited? You're looking at this stuff all spring. Not this. It's going to happen at field day. That's going to be the time we see that. Uh, Eric, thank you so much. really appreciate having you on. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Morton Buildings has served the American farmer for more than 120 years. From manufacturing our own building components to constructing your building, Morton takes pride in being the industry leader in post-frame construction by providing a quality building and exceptional customer service. A Morton is built to last for generations. To get started on your next project, please visit mortonbuildings.com. Get uniform control in your fields with trusted, hard-working Lucento fungicide. Control the toughest diseases with a dual-mode-of-action fungicide that consistently outperforms the competition and field trials. Lucento fungicide from FMC works overtime for lasting control to help improve crop yields. Talk about getting the job done. Visit your FMC retailer or lucento.ag.fmc.com for hardworking control in your fields. Always read and follow all label directions. You won't want to miss this year's Ag PhD Field Day. I'm Darren Hefty. Each summer on the last Thursday in July, we open up our farm to you so you can learn more ways to improve your farm and the Ag PhD Field Day just keeps getting bigger and better. This year, we're featuring guided tours of our extensive research plots, world premieres of the latest ag technologies, numerous panels of the highest yielding farmers on the planet, and more equipment running in our demo area than we've ever had before. We'll also have great family entertainment, including a kids area, music, fantastic guest speakers, and food and drinks available all throughout the day. But the best part is everything is free. We know that you're busy and your time is valuable. That's why we do everything we can to make sure the Ag PhD Field Day is a very worthwhile investment of your time. So please, go to agphd.com to learn more and be sure to register to join us at this year's Ag PhD Field Day, Thursday, July 27th. The success of next year's harvest begins with this year's harvest. Hi, Greg Souter from 360 Yield Center. 360 Chain Roll is a simple replacement stalk roll for your corn head. Chain Roll doubles the rate of stalk breakdown. It crimps and cuts tough stalks to boost microbial activity and speed breakdown. And compared to chopping heads, it reduces emergence issues in next spring's crop. See 360 Chain Roll in action at 360yieldcenter.com.
When I step on someone's farm, I feel like I've already walked a mile in their shoes. I spin spring on the tractor and fall on the combine. I see the excitement in my kids' eyes on our farm, but worry if there's enough of it for all of them. I make sure everything Case IH makes meets the challenges farmers face, because I face them too. My name is Ryan, I am a farmer, and I work at Case IH. Case IH, built by farmers. Ag PhD Field Day is tomorrow. That's Thursday, July 27th, right here on our farm. We're about 10 miles north of Sioux Falls, just across the border from Minnesota and Iowa in South Dakota. Uh, Darren Hefty, along with my brother Brian, on today's Ag PhD radio show, giving a little preview of the Ag PhD Field Day. Got a whole bunch of our friends and colleagues around, and it's really fun to chat with them. Got Ryan Hunt in here. Can you believe that? Ryan's actually in the studio. You hear him on all the time, but uh, Ryan, glad to glad to have you in here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a it's a little different experience today. Kind of yeah, neat, yeah. Nice to see in person. Yeah, yeah. Works out great. Uh, we've got Adastrio, and it's featured very prominently at the field day. Talk to us about this brand new fungicide, three mode of action. I know a lot of growers are looking for that, but yours is a little different. Yeah. So, like you said, it's a brand new three way fungicide: um, SDHI, uh, Triazol, and a Strobe. Um, the SDHI in there is what really makes it unique. Uh, it's brand new molecule, top of the line, kind of the newest SDHI out there that's really going to do some good preventative and curative work out there for you. And then we've also got our good old flutriophol, the triazole that's you know long residual, long lasting, moving in the plant. So we've really got three good solid classes of chemistry and they're doing some good work, um, having some really good luck getting it out in some of the wetter areas here this year uh, with the airplanes and Seen it on the corn, just kind of going out the last couple of weeks, looking real nice. You know, you mentioned the movement within the plant, and there that's one of the things that separates a lot of these fungicides. And we've certainly seen that with Zyway, which the active ingredients in Adastrio here too. But uh, this new SDHI has got great properties, and uh, and all three modes of action you've got are effective tar spot products. That's pretty exciting too. Yeah, that's the big thing. You know, tar spot's really been the hot topic the last couple of years. The new disease out there kind of taking over, and it's been looking really good so far on it, um, especially with those three molecules in there together with the really long-lasting triazole and the long, long-lasting SDHI that both are moving through that plant and really giving it some good protection for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. The foliar fungicide Adastrio, that's certainly one to ask the folks at FMC about. But then speaking about fungicides, talk to us about Zyway. What, what's happening this year? I know the label is, has changed. We've seen some pretty cool things happening out in the field too. Yeah, so we kinda, we've kind of got through our growing pains finally, ironed it all out. Um, really seeing what we've come to see is the physiological properties that it's hel- helping with. Um, so like drought stress where we're really seeing it this year, we've been pretty dry, hot and dry. Um, you can, if you're outside right now today, you see that, but really showing those that plant is maximizing its water use efficiency. The leaves are staying more open, keeping more moisture in there, really allowing it to, really allowing it to keep growing versus you see that corn gets that kind of pineapple look and curled up. Where you've got the Zywa, you see the leaves are still open. It's respirating good, just some really good physiological benefits there 
as well as if we get a leaf disease or something comes in, we've got the protection as well. Well, I like how uh, you take this serious. Brandon and I talk about, yep, we're doing this. We're putting it on our, our ground with the Thrive 3D system. And not only do you have a Thrive 3D system to show, you're showing our Thrive 3D yep. system with our platter. <laughs> yep, we got your guys' planter right there in the middle of our Hopefully it's cleaned up enough. Station. They, were, they were out there cleaning it when I was out there an hour ago. So <laughs> it's looking nice and shiny. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's it's fun. We do get a lot of questions about that. And that Thrive system, I, I talked to a couple folks here just in the past couple of weeks, and the, the neat thing that FMC's done for just a number of years now, hey, you want help getting set up with equipment like that, we're, we're willing to do that. And so talk to the FMC folks about how you can get a Thrive system on your planter. And then also, just to go along with some of the things Ryan said, make sure you check out their root pit. Uh, go through the little corn maze. It's not, don't worry, you're not going to lose your kids in the corn maze or anything. It's not that that big, but uh, get to the root pit and see what's happening below ground because we do have capture on. We do have uh, the Zyway product on there too. You can see what kind of root system we've got even on a dry year like this. Ryan, thank you so much. Really appreciate it and and look forward to seeing all the stuff out in the FMC plot. Uh, got our friend Aaron Locker here too. He works with Helm and uh, Aaron, good to see you. Good to see you, Darren. You know, I was giving Aaron a hard time as he walked into the studio. I'm like, man, you picked the worst weather days to come here. We got got a hot day today, but I think the last time you were here, there was a blizzard outside, and yeah. you wondered if you were going to get home. Yeah, I don't think I'm living right. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I know one of the things that we always talk about is is what's going on in the naturals market, and certainly with Helm, you got the, the Plant Advantage platform. Uh, talk to us about that a little bit. Talk to us about Scion. What, what do you got going on? So Plant Advantage, Darren, is uh, covers a, a variety of different spaces from um, soil health to nutrient use efficiency, biostimulants, and so on. And, and we've been really able to develop and design, you know, products that take it kind of to the next level what growers have been accustomed to. Scion is a great example. You know, that's a combination of six different metabolites that are unique to providing the plant or helping the plant with nitrogen use efficiency and, uh, and plant vitality. Now, you look at the nitrogen use efficiency space, you know, a lot of those are focused on, you know, just holding the nitrogen, making it available. You know, what Scion does is, is helps the plant convert that, those nitrates into proteins, uh, making it a carbon-hungry plant, and then converting those car- carbons into carbohydrates, which, as you guys know, that's where a grower makes money. So, uh, so Scion is kind of the taking that to the next level. Yeah, I, I was reading a little bit about Scion, and I was thinking, man, increased carbon dioxide uptake. This sounds like a carbon credit play almost, but it really it's just making the plant. The plant is a carbon credit play because the plant is what's taking carbon dioxide out and giving us back oxygen. Exactly, yeah. Uh, okay, so there, there's a number of things going on with the Plant Advantage platform. You've also got some stuff going on on the herbicide side. Talk to us a little bit about Reviton because I know we had some interesting little crop out there. It was looking really good, and all of a sudden we came in with Reviton as a burndown solution, and wow, does that stuff work. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Reviton is, was a new molecule to the U.S. space uh, is what we've been focused on. It's a broad-spectrum burndown. Um, and uh, both gra- broadleaves as well as grass control, and it's very fast-acting, as you can, as you saw today. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was out there at the plots just a little bit ago and, and was talking to, to Glenn, you know, who sprayed them. He says, I sprayed it on Monday, and, I mean, it fried down in a matter of days. 
yeah. as opposed to what we're normally accustomed to with, say, glyphosate uh, just, you know, after a while. So, and it's a low use rate. I mean, we're, we're only going with about, a, you know, an ounce of Reviton, ounce, ounce and a half of Reviton, uh, plus a uh, pound of glyphosate uh, with an MSO. And uh, that has been very, very consistent. So how about in terms of residual with that? Because that was one of my concerns with burn down applications. Is it going to hurt my next crop? So talk to us just about how that fits into the burn down spectrum. Yeah, that's a great point, Brian. And it's very flexible on that. Uh, we see very little residual. So we don't on the label, you'll, you'll notice there are no uh, restrictions depending on the, say, pre-herbicide that your program that you're using. So you can use uh, Reviton along with that and not have to worry about any interactions. Well, we have a lot of times where, let's say we want to kill off volunteer corn and plant corn again, and how are we going to do that? So I know that was one of the things we were taking a look at with, with the Reviton. Yeah, I mean, un- unfortunately, we get in those situations, right, <laughs> where a grower has to, he's got a crop, but then, you know, he's got to go doesn't in there. Like and, and yep. <laughs> doesn't like it. Doesn't like it has to replant. So, uh, so yeah, that's another key use of, of Reviton, being able to go and burn down, you know, the existing corn crop without hurting anything else that he may you know be coming back in there with yep and then possible labels for desiccation moving forward too right yeah it's uh it's pretty broad label right now it's getting broader uh we have desiccation you know in the at the epa right now uh i've gotten a lot of requests up here for desiccating canola you know as well as soybeans you know down south and so that's at the epa right now Uh, there's other uses other crops uh, you know dry beans peas you know some of the other crops we have up here north so uh, over the next uh, probably a year or two you'll see that label you know pretty well expanded even more yeah we need more options for that and non-glyphosate options too so anyway yeah, it, it, it's kind of fun, all these different newer products we get to try, whether it's from companies like FMC or Helm and a number of others, but it's it's exciting. Now, our uh, Aaron mentioned our research lead, Glenn Hers. Um, he's pulling his hair out sometimes with the 100 different things we have him doing all the time, but it's, uh, it's pretty fun and exciting. All right, uh, Aaron, thanks a lot for being on the show today. Appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Well, stay tuned. We're going to talk just a little bit more about the Ag PhD Field Day coming up next. When it comes to protecting your field from disease and environmental stress, there's Revitech fungicide. And there's everything else. When it comes to unparalleled power, there's Revitech. And everything else. And when it comes to speed and stamina, this is Revitech. And this is everything else. Nothing else comes close to Revitech fungicide from BASF. Always read and follow label directions. It takes balance to be successful in farming because what you get out of it depends on what you put in. And Corteva AgriScience gets that. Introducing Nutricia and Nutrient Efficiency Optimizer, a biological product that naturally captures nitrogen from the air. It's a sustainable way to add balance to your traditional nitrogen methods and maximize your yield potential. Embrace a balanced approach to nitrogen management this season by visiting Corteva.us. You won't want to miss this year's Ag PhD Field Day. I'm Darren Hefty. Each summer on the last Thursday in July, we open up our farm to you so you can learn more ways to improve your farm. And the Ag PhD Field Day just keeps getting bigger and better. This year, we're featuring guided tours of our extensive research plots, world premieres of the latest ag technologies, 
numerous panels of the highest yielding farmers on the planet, and more equipment running in our demo area than we've ever had before. We'll also have great family entertainment, including a kid's area, music, fantastic guest speakers, and food and drinks available all throughout the day. But the best part is everything is free. We know that you're busy and your time is valuable. That's why we do everything we can to make sure the Ag PhD Field Day is a very worthwhile investment of your time. So please, go to agphd.com to learn more and be sure to register to join us at this year's Ag PhD Field Day, Thursday, July 27th. When we told growers that New Bear Premium Trifold Herbicide for corn delivers visibly clean fields for up to eight weeks, they were a bit skeptical. Um, we'll see how it works. So we decided to prove it. We set up cameras in multiple cornfields, treated them with Trivolt, and filmed for 24 hours a day. For eight weeks, we saw a variety of weather conditions, and Trivolt worked. See for yourself at trivoltinaction.com. Trivolt is a restricted-use pesticide. Consult your state pesticide regulator for specific restrictions. Read and follow pesticide label directions. Win the war against weeds in your soybean fields with fierce herbicides from Valent USA. With three different formulations and multiple modes of action, you're sure to find the right fierce product to protect your operation from tough weeds like Palmer Amaranth and Water Hemp. Give your soybeans a strong, clean start with up to eight weeks of residual control with the powerful pre-emergence protection of fierce herbicide. Ask your local retailer or visit valent.com fierce to find the right fierce formulation for you. Always read and follow label instructions. Welcome back to Ag PhD Radio. Brian Hefty here along with my brother Darren. We are live in the Morton studio. We've been talking all day about the Ag PhD Field Day that's coming up tomorrow. We'd love to have you join us. It's on our farm, a free event we put on each year just to say thank you to you for watching us on Ag PhD TV and listening to us here on Ag PhD Radio. Yeah, just going through the field day this morning, Brian, seeing all the setup and, and just seeing everything take shape. It, it's so much fun, and, and we're so excited to show this to you. We, believe it or not, have a compaction plot that you can see and see what the impacts are of compaction and different solutions and lots of different equipment, which is kind of fun to see side by side and say, oh, okay, here's how uh, this company would do it. Here's how this one would do it and see which one fits better for your operation. And then, of course, when it comes to the crop protection and fertility, and uh, we've heard it on today's program, just multiple examples of all the different naturals that that are out there on the market today. That's that's quite a bit to sort through. So uh, being able to do that in one place is fun. And also just to ask questions. The cool thing, Brian, I think with a lot of these companies, so we heard today from FMC, BASF, Helm, AgroLiquid, uh, New Seed, New Farm, Vent, Belsham, we've got like the top people in the country uh, and in some cases, the top people in the world right. for these companies right here. Yep, and you can ask questions of, hey, I wonder when this is going to get labeled. Well, hey, we'll talk to their head person and ask them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So pretty much the way this works is we end up talking to these companies throughout the year and they want people to be trying their new things and experimenting with their stuff. They're confident in their products. And so we get get hold of some of these things in our research program. And then we put in all these plots and do all this work in a number of different states. But our, our main site is right here on our farm. We farm about 3,500 crop acres. And then we just take this quarter section and we do all this research 
and also have parking and everything else for the Ag PhD Field Day. So it's really a lot of fun, and it's it's different than going to a normal farm show. You go to a normal farm show or a fair or whatever, you're going to see a little bit of stuff. But, I mean, let's face it, it's not – there are a lot of people that aren't farmers – you don't get the best people. You don't see the best stuff, things like that. I mean, we're going to have a couple of world launches from equipment companies tomorrow. And if for some of these chemistry things, it'll be the first time you'll ever see it. We, we end up doing some crop destruct things in terms of our research program with some of the new chemistries and things like that. So it's fun when we get to see new products. We get to see them right on our own farm. We test things out. And, and let me also say, not everything works. We're always trying to find out, of course, what works, but we're also trying to sort out what doesn't work or what doesn't fit in our situation. What isn't the best on our weeds or some of the weeds that we see throughout? We're we're doing research in about five different states through our region here uh, with our people. And so just that weed spectrum, those conditions, those soils, that's really what we're focused on. But even if you're from far away, we still have lots of experience with well, like we were talking about today, a number of different crops. It's not just corn, soybeans, and wheat. Um, yes, those are those are our primary focus crops, but we are looking at a number of other things because our goal here always is to try to help you out. We 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 farm too. We know how tough it is. We're we're trying to sort out the good from the bad, and then talk to you about the experiences we've had and the experiences that farmers we work with have had. So hopefully, you head down a better path. You make better decisions, and you make more money on the farm. All right, Brian, you want to dive into the Ag PhD mailbag? Yep. Oh, wait, let's... We'll make you know, we'll, jump we'll, we'll, we'll cue it up. There we go. It's the mailbag! All right, got this in from Rick, and he said, All right, guys, a couple of things here. First of all, my neighbor... I, I, Everybody's concerned about their neighbor on this. This is why I love farmers. We're very concerned about our neighbors. Uh, my neighbor had purple leaves on his corn the last three years, and it lasts for six to ten days and goes away. Now, my fields right next to his, well, they don't do it. He puts all his fertilizer on at planting time. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I don't have any soil tests, which I know you guys like to see. Yep. Uh, we're, we're located in Wisconsin, so we're in the north, cool soils in the spring, those kinds of things. What causes purple leaves on small corn? Usually it's two things. It's either ALS herbicide carryover or it is phosphorus deficiency. So I don't know what his program is, the neighbors, um, and I don't know what his soil tests look like, but I'm going to guess it's one of those two things. So right off the bat, I'm going to assume that the the plant is short on phosphorus because, you know, anytime somebody mentions purple corn, but again, it could be ALS herbicide carryover too. Now, are there other things that could cause purpling in corn? Um, yes. A lot of times what we'll see is it's a buildup of sugar in the plant. And so in other words, excess sugar doesn't have anywhere to go because of poor growth or, I mean, there's some problem, whether it's a bug problem or compaction or something like that. But the picture that got sent to us here, I mean, the, the root system looks pretty good. So, I, I mean, I, I can't say that there's anything where I go, oh, that's dramatically wrong, and that's where your problem is. I, I don't know without doing some further investigation. Hey, one other thing that I will throw out, too, is it, it's 
it's nice when you look for patterns. It usually works out better in that in the field if you say, okay, is it just in the low ground? Is it just in the high areas? Are there streaks? Um, you know, anything like that. Is it worse on the end rows? Uh, so if you see any patterns, then sometimes that will help you decipher what's really going on out there. All right. Thanks for sending that in. Really appreciate that. Uh, get this one that came in from Andrew up in New York. He said, I got two questions for you guys. First of all, do you know of any fungicides you can use in turf grass, preferably something systemic that could last longer? Not off the top of my head, but yeah, there are there are fungicides that are labeled for turf grass. I, I yeah, I I'm not familiar with the brand names there, but in in a lot of cases, what we see for turf grasses, it's similar active ingredients to what we're using in corn, soybeans, wheat, and a wide variety of crops. The other question that he had is, he said we're growing some organic table beets, and seed emergence varied greatly due to some alfalfa clumps out there not getting rain and so forth, and we've got really uneven beets. I'm wondering, are any of the plant growth regulators labeled to be used in organic situations? Are they chemicals? Are they organic things to begin with? Uh, and I'm just wondering, could you apply them on the larger beets to slow them down and allow the smaller beets to catch up? We've never really found anything that's going to slow down certain plants, not slow down other plants. And believe me, we've tried. We've even tried cutting plants off with different crops to, oh, that's going to even it up. No, it really doesn't because you can't change that growth stage. You're already f too far ahead. In terms of specific products that are going to be labeled there. I don't know of any, and I don't know of any that are approved for organic, but let's put it this way. Plant growth hormones are natural products. So could they and should they be labeled for organic? In a lot of cases, yes, but there's just a process. There's a certification process you have to go through to get a product labeled. So I, I guess I'd just talk to some, some suppliers in your area, see if they know anything, they've been working with anything, but that's I, I am not familiar with any. All right, uh, get a question that came in from Raj, who says, Hey guys, uh, you talked about composting and you had a biological type product that you were using and, and talking about on your show. Can you tell me what that is and where I can find more info? Uh, thanks, Raj. Uh, we were talking about decomp, and you can, can find that just decomp.us online. You can find more info and, and find out if that product's available in your area. Uh, I get this one that came in from Petey who said, hey, guys, uh, uh, oh, boy, this is going to be a long question. Uh, but he said, would love to see a flow chart uh, of how to diagnose different issues out in the field. It'd be awesome for young agronomists to have something like this. You could post it on your website or something like that. <laughs> but it would be awesome, Petey. But here's the challenge. There are so many different things to do. Yep. So here's what I do. I walk into a field. I'm using visual uh, observation first. If I can see any pattern, if I can just see, okay, here's a problem area. I'm going to go compare the problem area to the good area. I always am looking for, is there a, a good area and a bad area? I want to compare the two things. And then I always bring my shovel and it always look below ground because a lot of times whatever symptoms or problems you're seeing above ground started out with a problem below ground. So for me, I, I like to use all the tools in my tool belt. If I've got a drone that I can fly over, awesome. If I can see satellite imagery, awesome. I certainly want to ask the farmer or if I know what it is, the field history for the last couple of years, and then do some digging too and see what I find. 
Thanks for the questions today. Really appreciate it. And had fun talking about the Ag PhD Field Day. That's coming up tomorrow right here on our farm. You can find all the details and you can still pre-register at agphd.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us again each weekday for more Ag PhD Radio.